Welcome to Talks with Vern. I'm your host, Vern B. And tonight we're going to be talking about dating again, part two. Let me go ahead and get my co-host in the building. Welcome to the stage, Lee. Yo, yo. G. Hardy. And everybody's going to pop in. As you come into the live, make sure you like, share, and invite as you come into the live. Again, my name is Vern B. And we're going to be discussing dating again, part two. And I'm gonna go around and let everyone introduce themselves, starting with Lee. Hi, I'm Lisa. Um, I am the owner of Munchy Face Treats, and we own a wellness facility out here in uh, Connecticut. It's a CBD wellness facility, actually. Um, you can follow me on Munchy Face Treats on Facebook and Instagram. It's Munchy Face Wellness. Woo woo. G Hardy. Uh, all right, G H Hardy the second. G H Two podcast. Educator, daddy, all that other good stuff. Daddy. <laughs> he said daddy. Cody. Uh, my name is Cody. I ain't got all the cool side of stuff as everybody else. So, yeah. No business, none of that. <laughs> it's all right. Last but not least, Chuck B. Yeah, you know, Chuck B. Um, cool as I want to be. But, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> No, man, but you know, um, I, I've, I've been on a few podcasts before, still working on getting my own back up and going. Uh, just say, you know, been in the financial industry for a long period of time. Uh, just kind of a, wait, what you want to call it? Am I, I'm, I'm a relationship. Um, am I, no, I ain't no expert. I was going to say I'm an expert, but I'm not. But you can follow me on Chuck B, uh, Mr. Chuck B on Instagram. Uh, you see my name on Facebook. If y'all follow on Facebook, it should be Charles Boyd. So holla at your boy. All right, do people sure. do people say that anymore? People say how did you boy anymore? Not really, but I just we just let you go with <laughs> don't that. Don't worry about it, man. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Don't don't like no, kids. Cody, he needs to worry about it. <laughs> we're gonna let you have it. It's all right. We're gonna let don't you have it. it. I appreciate it. I appreciate so, it. Like I said before, tonight we're gonna be discussing dating again, part two. We appreciate you guys that have tuned in and be with us. Make sure you like, share, and invite. Of course, when you come in, we do involve our guests over here at Talks with Vern Podcast, so you will um, be involved. We do allow you guys to interact and comment as well. All right? So we're going to talk about the five stages of dating. The five stages of dating. First stage is attraction. Let's talk about attraction. How important is attraction to you? Is that a deal breaker? Is that not a deal breaker? Shout out to my moderator in the background as well, making sure we straight. So first impressions are everything. You are wild by their look, personality, and things you have in common. What's wrong, Lee? <laughs> what just, is it? How important are looks? I'm we're just trying to figure it out. I can't say that one more time. What she said, I can hear. She said she's trying to figure out how important how it how important attraction is or looks she said I mean, looks. Some people say so is, is it like a one out of ten ratio like how are we we'll do one go one out it's, of two. it's based on you it's based on you how is it so important for me, looks is like an eight and a half nine 
Okay. That's that's big. Um, a strong ten almost, but I'm a ten. <laughs> I don't I she don't, don't want to seem. Lisa don't want to seem shallow. She was like, "It's not her, low key." Is like, it's a ten. <laughs> like, yeah, because I don't want the individual. I want to say this: when we say looks, are we just talking about? Uh, are we just talking about like facial, or are we just talking about physical? Like that's what I mean by looks. Like are we talking about? Because some people have this. You know what you attracted to? What you? No, what so, you I don't think he. I think talking Why about it. She like. It's, like it's not. It's different. Like, it's looks different. Like, you might be talking about body type because yeah. you gotta have a certain body yeah, type, you know, or she gotta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I was thinking when you said that, and I was just like, eh. okay. I mean, well, we could break it down. Let's let's talk about physicality because we could we could break it down. So, is that important to you? Is body type? Let's just say body type. Is body type important? Yes, body I think they are important. important. I think they're very important. <laughs> Man, body types like are very important. Yes, very important. Yes, body types most definitely important. I feel like I'm, I already know I'm opposite of y'all because I'm like, so I don't want no flat pancake booty. <laughs> that part. And you take it how you want to take it. <laughs> Man, everybody wants everybody wants something that's appealing because I mean, before you get to talk to somebody, typically you got to see them. So typically you're attracted to. How they look and they present themselves. So, like she just said, yeah. like you looking at somebody, like you said, nobody <laughs> don't want know. But the longer you with a person, I don't care if she is ten. If if if, yeah, it, if it ain't if it ain't what it used to be, you don't even care what she look like no more. You're like, man, this heifer coming in here again. And it don't matter about it if she look she look good because as soon as she get on your nerve, that's gonna go down. So looks yeah. is not important. For I'm you? just saying the niche. I'm saying it got to play a part. I mean, yeah. yes, what you're saying is very true. different. But you I, know this. So, I, I was gonna say that I was just like what, what my man was saying, like literally after a while, it's going to be non-important, really, right? You know what I'm saying? Because it's looks don't really they're going they only carry you so far. You know what I mean? So I know initially. So if we're talking about like we're, we're, what we're doing here, we're talking about the dating stage. Then yeah, heck yeah, it's a strong. I'm at least it's, it's a strong eight and a half nine. You know what right. I mean? You want to be up in that range. But but the thing is, she don't gotta be. A, she, don't, page, she, she doesn't. She doesn't have to be an eight and a half or a nine for the, to get your attention, though. You're a man. <laughs> and well, that's no. what I'm saying. It's I'm, different from men. No, no, men look like they just like anything. And that's <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. When I say I'm talking about on the okay. scale of importance, I ain't saying she oh, gotta okay. be an eight or nine. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? In terms of me to date her, you know what I mean? But in terms of importance, you're gonna be like that. I gotta be whatever your level of attraction is. Men and everybody attracted to what they're attracted to. So just be in that realm of whatever I'm attracted to. You know what I mean? And that you gotta be, it's important. But like as you move if you as you move forward in a relationship, I think that's when we make the mistake. We wanna make a decision based off of how somebody looks and say, Oh, that's who I want to be with. She looks good on my arm, versus saying, like, dang, she really has all these other real good qualities that really contribute to who you are as a man and what you're trying to become uh in the future see i agree with that i, I think initially, i agree with that yeah just like initially it's just yeah it's a physical attraction because you don't really know each other yet but of course you need conversation her to be somebody who's smart who's you know who you enjoy being around and all those type of things but when i initially mm -hmm. meet someone i don't know i mean of course i want her to be smart but i'm not attracted to her mind when i'm just i'm just looking at her walk by 
So if I see somebody who looks by, like he said, maybe an eight, eight and a half, seven, something like that, appealing. But a appeal. seven and a half to an eight at least will get the conversation kicking. That's what I'm saying. So. But we're not going to act like, because we're not going to like, oh, we're all just sapiosexuals and, you know, it's all about intellect. Now, intellect is like high up there. Intellect is like an 11 because um, you're laughing. I'm just saying, like, you know, and once we have, have, have identified that, now, okay, when you wake up in the morning, how attractive are you? Do I still like how you look versus at nighttime? That matters. It, it does. It's like a good mixed drink. You don't yeah, want that too see? strong. Yeah, it's yeah. like a good mixed drink. You want a combination of both. That's all I'm saying. It's a combination. It's not one. Not Absolutely. Two. It's like you want somebody who's attractive, but you don't want nobody who you sit up there and be like, they say two plus two is five. Of course, then you know, like it's this, this, that. You out of there. You, want you know what I'm saying? You want somebody who's educated, who's kind of witty and smart, but right. you also you also want something that's appealing. Like that's I don't care what nobody say. You want something that you look at and be like, hey, she's he she's nice looking in my eyes. Not everybody else is looking. It's not for everybody right, else. Right, right. You. <laughs> yeah. I, I think not not. Not hardy eyes, but my eyes. Not everybody's eyes. I, I think, I think, I think sometimes you know, I think sometimes we really, man, what? I feel like I'll listen to us talk. I'm like, dang, it sounds vain as all get out. But um, no, you don't want a rockhead. You don't want a rockhead, of course. Like, I mean, a dummy. But at the same time, it's one of those things you might like. I'm not saying like it's intelligence means more as they get as we get older in a relationship, but. It seems like, seems like you know, in the first cupcake phase, you don't be thinking about that because you don't, you know, once you get out, you need a cupcake phase, and y'all hot and heavy, and everything's so great, you don't really catch on. You know, she don't read too good, like as a man, <laughs> as a man, as a man, because intelligence sometimes you, you don't catch on until later on because you cupcake her. <laughs> not that she don't read so well. Not so at this, she she's not that. reading the menu or anything. She out of there. Now you know she already she already know what she wants when she get there, you know. Yeah, he even had a few. Okay, man, you know, I'm a simple man. You know, you gotta you know you gotta look up at the menu before you can look down at the menu. That's how I feel sometimes. I mean, but I think that's the vetting process. You know, I think mm -hmm. that's a part of the process. Yeah. Like when you first meet her, she might be appealing, but when you go out on the date or something, you trying to see how she handle conversation. And different mm -hmm. things, you know. See, she's uh, has any versatility in her conversation, or she just end up here just talk about the the hottest stuff <laughs> on social media, or does she really have some stuff that she can really talk about? Are we really talking about like finances, or like where she's trying to go in the world, or, or different things like that? You know, even like trying to see she talk about her family. So, I think during that process, you start seeing like, okay, she she's not like you said a rockhead or nothing like this. So you start to see that she has some type of conversation, and you know, some of the brain besides just her body. Yeah, I think I think it's tricky, man. It's real tricky because, like, I think if you're really and we all feel victim to this feelings, y'all can kind of, y'all can just correct me if I'm wrong or share your experience. But we've had issues where we will meet a young lady and we've been super attracted to her, and we've made exceptions to her intellect. We made exceptions for it. We've been like, you know what? She bad though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even though she think two plus two is five, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Then when she walk away, you be like, God damn, look at all of that. Like, you know what I'm saying? You start thinking like, <laughs> but she's so pretty, isn't she? Yeah, so oh, we'll, yeah. we'll take a, we'll just give a couple cue cards and work on it. You know what I'm saying? 
Well, even not even that. She may just have a terrible attitude. She may mm -hmm. just, you know, just not be pleasant to be around for whatever reason. We've all made those exceptions. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think it's very hard. It's, it's kind of, it's hard to really, once you get to the, I, I, I think all of us are at a very mature age. You know, we talked about us all having gray hair. So I'm pretty sure we're at a mature age. So I think now we kind of understand that. But I think early in life, like if you're in 20s and early 30s, I, you know, I made some very questionable decisions. <laughs> like uh, of the women that I, that I dated, bro. I made some yeah. very questionable decisions. And they all for the sake of how she looked. I think that's a great I think that's a great point. Like now we're older. Of course, when you're younger, you more, you know, it's kind of like when you're younger, you don't know, you don't know as much. You just want to find this girl that you see. And like you said, you mm -hmm. you're willing to take, you know what, she's so fine. I'm willing to deal with her acting up or doing stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. Grown and you matured. Now you be like, you know. It's your peace. You be like, hey man, I'd rather have a peace of mind of somebody who makes me happy than somebody who just got a, a big booty. All right, let's talk about wait, wait a minute. Why you say why you say it like that? <laughs> he somebody got a big booty. <laughs> he mentioned booty twice. I, I don't think that he's really looking at the face at all. I like listen. I'm telling oh, you, man, right. listen. Me and the fellas the fellas, the fellas can, can vouch me for this. We have all made exceptions because a chick got that pretty round brown. We've made exceptions. She cannot be that great in the face, but she walked around, she got that slim waist, and then look, that's why he laughing. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if she, we've done it before. Mm -hmm. She got a slim waist, and I'm telling you, that gives her, you get like literally, like this on a scale of one to one. 10, that can literally, that out of, out, almost immediately puts you at like a seven or eight. Just because you got a slim waist, and a big old boo, that's it. You out you, immediately, you a seven or eight. You that's beauty your starting point. You, beauty can keep you around <laughs> longer with less. <laughs> what? Sometimes, oh sometimes you got that's why I said it depends on I'm how long you're dealing with I'm, agree I'm agreeing with them because yeah. once you because once you with somebody, you get tender about them. She kind of always heavy, mostly if she got all those things that line up in the beginning. Pretty people and handsome people <laughs> have different advantages that ugly Man. people don't. Say it, say it. You gotta say it, bro. You I'm gotta say it, man. Real, that's real honest. talk. We all honest. That's like, real talk. Women can be honest. A man who's more handsome has more advantages over a man who's probably not as handsome when you were younger. Mm hmm. He could get the the handsome guy can get away with more, but a guy that ain't really that attractive, nah, you ain't gonna let him get away no, with stuff. No, 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 no. We he gotta, gotta be on point. Back, Chuck. Because a guy that's not attractive but also has money can get away with stuff that an attractive guy can get away with, sir. Good point. Bingo. Good point. Uh, okay. Good point. That's a very good point. I got nothing that's to a good say point. That's a great point. That's a very good point. That's right on the head. Because I've seen some very ugly ducklings and they have come off in the women department. I'd be looking like, whoa. Be like, like, how you pull her? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah you're looking true. like how, how, and it got to be something. So, something look at Vern. I guess those are sacrifices. <laughs> Vern, like I, that 3.5, you know, if his wallet is as tall as him, <laughs> absolutely right, right. Okay, so let's talk about settling in. Number two, the next second stage of dating because we're going over the five right. stages of dating. dating. Getting in the groove with each other, seeing each other often, planning dates, etc. Is it easy to settle in with a person? 
You feel like you get that groove to where you like, okay, we're gonna be planning trips. How soon does that happen for you guys? Do you feel like you're just ready to settle in? Mm. It takes a minute. I ain't gonna be too quick to to settle in. Nah, that's a vibe thing. Mm. Uh, I would say it's a vibe. Yeah, I, I was going. My thing is, I yeah, you, you, I definitely think it's a vibe. You really kind of. You really have to just kind of go based off of how y'all feeling with each other. Like I, because I've done both. I've been the person who's went on the trip very, very early on. Matter of fact, one time I went, I took a road trip with somebody, and it was the first day. That was our very first day. It was a road trip. Hmm. So I've done that, but then I've had other instances where I, I didn't want. I had. I want to take my time and really get to know somebody. So it just really all depends. So can I ask you what made you like because the first a first date and letting it be a, a road trip, wouldn't you think that that's like kind of intimate, even if there's no sex involved because of the, the the space you have to share and you don't know them that well? It can be uncomfortable. It can definitely be uncomfortable. But I think, again, because of the vibe, it was the interaction between me and her was so natural and so effortless. It literally was comfortable for me to make that decision. So, hey, yeah, let's go in. Like, and it wasn't no. There wasn't any uh reluctancy about it we just were literally having a conversation and we both was like you know hey like let's go here let's go you know let's take a road trip and literally it was like yeah cool let's do it and now after the fact when we spoke about it it was like dang that was crazy we didn't even know each other we decided to do that but we kind of expressed one another we were so comfortable it was just like it seemed our interaction seemed so natural and the development of the, of the relationship happened so just flawlessly. So I guess were it's just what it was. To, were you hoping to sleep with that individual because you because the first date was a road trip or was SCX off the table? It was no. Because what what would you do in that case? That's so, for, so the thing was, it was like that wasn't for me. It, it wasn't even a thought. She said, I wasn't you even said how long was the road trip? The road trip was like three hours. It was a three hour road trip. Okay. Yeah, okay. Three hour road trip. Yeah, it was a quick turnaround. So we went down there and, you know, kicked it, did our thing, and it came back. And it was no, we actually didn't have, it was no SCX involved, really. Yeah, that's a dope okay. first. That's actually oh, not yeah. a Okay, I can see that. So it wasn't an overnight trip. No, no, it wasn't an overnight trip. We, like, got <laughs> up early in the morning, took a trip, <laughs> went down, and came back. You know, we had to figure that out. Like, okay, right. I, I, love, the, I love the whole spontaneous thing. I think that's yeah. great, being spontaneous, doing things off the off the rip, doing things. But like you said, it definitely has to be a vibe. I don't see myself just, oh, we're going to take a trip with somebody that yeah. I don't have a vibe with. So I agree. Yeah. It definitely needs to be a vibe. Got to be a vibe. And I that's actually a dope idea. But I think it's a vibe. I think it's just a uh, Look, you give him coffee. No, I think that's a good idea to get to know somebody. Like that's a good like we talking about getting into mm -hmm. a groove. Like the best way to get into a groove is when you really get okay. to strip everything away. That's awesome. And really sit down, talk, and really just you know that's a good way of just sitting and talking, really getting to know that person, just seeing do you and that person really mesh? Do y'all really got chemistry? Do you really have things in common? So. I think that's the biggest thing about getting in the groove. Like you said, like, of course, it's about seeing each other often, but also if you see each other often, what are those conversations about? What are we talking about? Are we really trying to get to understand and get to know each other? So 
you know, I, I think that's what's important because that allows you to plan dates. Like he said, like going on a trip, you got to be like, hey, she cool. That means she don't mind traveling. That means she mm-hmm. don't mind spontaneous stuff. So now I know she likes spontaneous things and she doesn't mind traveling. So, you know, that gives him an idea of what she's like and all that. So that helps set a better tone for us moving forward for it, like planning dates and what can what they can and can't do. So I think that was a, a great date. But I think that's what sets the rule, like really being around each other and getting the honest feel for one another. Because I don't think it's no groove if we sit up here still trying to sell your uh, sell your representative. So it's really about just getting to know that person for who they really are. I mean, honestly, like on the very first date, um, I like Chuck's idea. But then, you know, let's just say, for example, she was awesome over the phone. But, you know, some people get awkward in person, you know. So then you get that moment where, you know, communication kind of gets dry. And now we're really trying to figure out how to you know, keep our mojo and momentum going. And so you could be caught for three hours driving with the driest soda cracker. <laughs> you understand? And that would be, that would be disheartening. <laughs> Lord, I you know, I on, on, like on a road trip with some flat soda, with a, with a flat Dr. Bill, oh. ain't got no fears, no nothing. Turn on a pie. Just drive. Turn on a pie. Look, this oh, is PG-13. I'm keeping on. She said she gave us all the things. I'm trying to stick with that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Number three. Let's talk about reality. The reality when you are dating. The reality when you are dating? Mm-hmm. Okay. Getting into each other's day-to-day lifestyle. Is this the right person for you? Wow. That's, a, that's so, actually this is routine stuff right this is this is us getting yeah. into routine um you know yeah. that's, that's tough that's tough that's tough no it's only because yeah. like, let's be honest when you're single for a long time you get used to your everyday routine you get mm-hmm. used to doing things and if you i know i'm a personal <clears throat> routine like i do the same thing every day like I'm gonna do the same thing. It's like a, it's like I, I got a plan. I'm gonna do it every day. And when you are dating, the reality is now you have to fit that person into your life just as well as they have to fit you into their life. So, you know, now like, hey, if I go to the gym after work every day, and Monday through Saturday I work out every day at six o'clock. Now it's like, how can I start fitting her into that day? How can I start, you know, moving dates around because of the simple fact. Mm-hmm. You're so used to yourself. It's not that you're trying to be selfish. It's just the fact that you only had to deal with self and now you have to incorporate this other person into your life. So I think that's always a challenge because a lot of times we most people are creatures of habit. You just normally use, especially if you've been by yourself for a long time, it might be something that's a little bit harder than with most people who've been dating. For mm-hmm. them to do. So I think it's that. I think it's really harder for people who've been single long than people who've been dating and are already doing that, who's used to doing those type of routines. I agree. Yeah, ditto everything you said, man. Um, the only, I guess the only thing I can add to that is just um, really being, um, when you when you talk about routine, making sure that when, when, y'all do, when you do find that groove, that mm-hmm everything kind of adds like it, it kind of doesn't um interfere with one another right you know what i mean so or you don't have any, don't you don't have any conflicting things so it's like if i if i get up every morning and i pray and i you know put on music and things of that nature and then this person 
get up and they listen to trap trap music and they want to you know <laughs> and they probably you know start doing drugs or something <laughs> first thing in the morning those would be conflicting things right you know so i guess that would be the only thing i could add to everything that he just said making sure that everything that y'all do kind of don't conflict and don't bump heads with one another i'll say one thing when you really like somebody you don't mind fitting them into your schedule when you no, feel like that no, person's a good yeah when you feel that person's a, a good vibe for you you start you start finding ways to do different stuff like hey hey i know you stay 30 minutes away so you know what i'm willing to come spend the night tuesday exactly you know, if, if you're there in your relationship hey i'm ready you know i'm willing to come stay tonight wednesday thursday and i get up and go home depending on or go to work <laughs> from there so i can make sure that we you know we spend some type of time with each other so i like to add that too when you really interested in somebody you'll find a way to incorporate them in your life right yeah. it's definitely a balance you have to try to balance things out coordinate each other's schedule to where hey you see about this person like other said you're gonna make time for that person if ain't the book no if ain't the book to buy well what's your experience with that laverne have you uh have you ever had that experience where you've been dating somebody and you know you didn't it was kind of difficult for you to fit in to that person's routine um no i wouldn't say that it was difficult because i feel like you know we just coordinate make time make plans fit each other's schedule but i don't think i ever had a hard time like coordinating and figuring things out when it comes to balancing and make time i guess Is it go ahead man go ahead not my fault yeah i was going to ask questions so do you see yourself as a person who is more open to being willing to make the adjustment? You see what I'm saying? Like, you're the one that always yeah, say, like, hey, you know I what? Think, you um, see- yeah, I think I'm able to, like, compromise. Um, I, I'm, I'm not a hard person to compromise with. I think I'm able to compromise. That was going to be my question. I was going to be like, how much? I was going to just ask the panel, how much do you think when you we talk about fitting each other uh fitting people into the schedule how much do you think that uh should it be something that one person does more or should it be almost a team effort just depending on it or also let's say if someone has kids you know how's that view too and fitting someone into your uh into your life i don't have kids so you know that's something that's Sheesh. different that's something <clears throat> different for me so i was going to even ask Man. so those who do have kids how is that how do you decide how much how to fit that person in when's the right time to like start because you know eventually they have to interact with your children so when's the right time to introduce your kids yeah like how do you fit them in with also fitting them into getting the custom to your children as well i have four kids but i'm also in a um in a marriage and we in february we would have been married uh, together for 20 years so I guess I could say like after all of that, if I was dating and I had to fit someone else into my lifestyle, I, they have to be a, a family oriented individual. They have to like children. Um, they have to be flexible because there's going to be times where, you know, we might still have to be around Dom. Might be times I got the kids overnight, you know, and you might be there. So I just got to make sure that they have that kind of um, family balance because if they don't have that it wouldn't work but now if they do i would have to i would slowly incorporate them into our day-to-day lives because i would want to make sure that they fit in the lifestyle with us so that i'm not wasting time but if i've identified them as that person oh i'm going to make sure that i can you know mesh our situations together to kind of make it work because i would want that yeah 
Can I ask a question real quick? Just kind of get get some more insight today. This is it's kind of along the, the same lines, but Lisa, I want to kind of ask you a question. So, how are you okay? Are you open with sharing? You know, your, your my relationship. Life? Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a problem. She, we have a um, you know, a little vlogging situation, so it's okay if y'all. Okay. Ben, cool. Okay, so you're already out there. So, all right. So you've been with your your lady twenty years, right? So that's a long time. Um, I, I'm just so I'm curious to know this. Yes. If it were to happen where it didn't work out, you know, God forbid, we want you guys to last forever. But if it were to happen, where you guys didn't work out. Would you have any? Would you be open to dating a man in a next relationship? Not to say that you're attracted to men now. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that. Would so you're saying would after be, this, if she and I were not together, and because it was yeah. a twenty year span, would I then be open to the um to the opposite sex? Right. Um. You know, honestly, I've never thought about it that far because I've been with her so long, and I've only really been attracted to women because at this point this is who i've been with prior to her i was only with guys yeah so i she's actually the first woman i've been with but um i think i'm just so accustomed to to boobs and and what he said that, that that's <laughs> pretty yeah, apple bottoms that's my comfort zone now so if i start seeing rods and staffs coming my way Right. I might want to jump back into the river. Okay. Wow, that's funny. okay. But you know, but you remember, you, God ordains my steps how He does. So I really can't speak beyond this relationship right here that I'm in. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm not, not. I'm not saying I'm not trying to ruffle any feathers or anything like that. But no, I, but I, I my just always on as women at this point. It's been so yeah, long. Yeah, I've I've always been curious about that. Like, would would there ever be a point where? <laughs> You know, someone who was involved with same with the same sex person say, "Hey, you know what? Let me go to the other side." You know, and it's really not the other side. It's the it's the side that we were born into. Um, I'm on the other side right now, but I should have just say <laughs> metaphorically, um, because it's definitely it's, it's it's so far fetched for me, and it's you know, and then, you know that's really dope that you said that too. I you know I can appreciate that. I can appreciate that. That was dope you said that. What my honesty? Yeah, no, that you said about you know you said you were on the other side. I'm like I never said that. I won't say yeah, it. But no. you know, but you I mainstream, and I'm I'm over here doing what over here people do. Yeah, that's that's dope though. That's dope. That's dope. All right, so number four, being emotionally connected to that person, emotionally. Where is it? I can share this. True colors begin to shine, you feel safe, no longer holding back feelings, and your secrets are unveiled with them as well. Wow. It, take, it takes me a minute to get to that to that space. Comfort. It's, it's about comfort. It's like how someone, yeah. how comfortable somebody makes me. Like I'm I'm big on being uh, honest and upfront because I think in a lot of relationships, I think the thing that hinders relationships is the fact that you can't this this is what we talk about emotion uh emotional intimacy i think that lacks in a lot of relationships and i think that we struggle with struggle with this because i think a lot of people hide stuff from people because we are ashamed to let people know who we truly are mm -hmm. and things that truly happen to us so uh, i will say with me yeah it's it's important for me to get here 
And I think the way that you get there is by being open. Uh, I typically be very open with the people who I'm with, especially how com- especially when they let me feel comfortable. My most important thing is being with someone who I feel I can talk to and tell anything to. Like my whole thing is my partner has to be someone who I feel not going to judge me. If I tell you something, you don't look at me, you don't laugh at me, you don't make me feel, you don't belittle me or you don't make me feel uh, insecure about anything that I'm telling you. And uh, when it's like that, I'm an open book because I believe like that's the only way that you succeed in relationships is because you have you have to let people know where you were or where you came from to see who you are. Because the more you open up to somebody and they learn about you, they understand why you are who you are and they see why you do things the way you do or why you may act the way you act. So I think that like emotional intimacy is so huge, but it's lacking so much because we are afraid to let people truly know who we are. So do do you see yourself being, do you see yourself being more willing to hurry up and get to that space? Like now, like the older that you've gotten, uh, I will say, I don't want to say hurry up and get to that space, but I, I don't want to say hurry to get there, but I, I cherish those situations where I can get there, where it's not like I'm pulling teeth. Like, I don't mm-hmm. like to yeah, struggle to get there. Like, cause if you're struggling to get there, mm-hmm. to me, that's gonna, to me, I think that's gonna just cause issues. Cause that's just mean that you're not comfortable mm-hmm. and being mm-hmm. comfortable. Like I, at this age, being comfortable is totally important to me. Like Man. being totally being vulnerable. Uh, I just say vulnerable, like being vulnerable and being able to open up to my lady and tell her stuff that happened. I think that's like totally important because I want her to understand why I react the way I react, why or who I was before, what made me become the person who I am. So I think that's a great look. I think that's what helps people really understand you when they see why you are who you are. So I ain't gonna say I rush to get there, but I find it uh I find it important that I that I can have some type of some type of lanes or path of, of getting here a little bit quicker than those who I feel like is more roadblocks. It's gonna be more roadblocks. Let me just say that. People ain't got time to be wasting time either. <laughs> don't be wasting nobody's time. Be upfront with them about what it is you desire, what it is you want and need in life. Yeah. Like, don't allow nobody to get that close to you emotionally and physically when you know your intentions is to just be still doing whatever you was doing and so having that comfort level feeling safe with that person is very important so i, I just want to ask a question about exactly. how long does it take everybody to get let's say comfortable to be emotionally intimate with someone one typically how do you typically do you put a timetable in your head is, is there a time on that because i, yeah, I that's feel like that's like a thing that's, that's going to happen i don't think it's yeah i don't think it's a time limit like me personally i think females are we already emotionally creatures so we have typically we don't have a problem with expressing ourselves telling you what it is how we feel what's wrong like we don't have a problem with doing that i think it's more so being comfortable when it comes to like secrets or those deep um things that most people don't know about you so i think it's more so just being feeling safe and comfortable but what's I think you know what you it? know. I don't think it's a time. I don't think it's a timeline. I was going. So my question is, what's the path to getting there? Communication. The yeah, the, the, the openness in the conversation with Vernon saying mm-hmm. communication. Like we have to just get to a, a pattern. Like you know what I mean before we can even start establishing those things. But once the trust and stuff starts coming in, and then I start feeling like I can be vulnerable with you, I start trickling like little details of me. You know, so we can see how you are with my personal business and. 
once I give you a little bit and you do right with that and I give you a little bit more and then now we exchange and you know, then okay, we get into a nice safe space. Um, and for certain couples to me, that can take as little as two weeks. And because you know, some people like love at first sight, right? Mm-hmm. So it could be as little as two weeks, it could be two years, but I'm never gonna wait two years to get emotional intimacy from anyone. Right. Because you if you're not like what it like, come on, like I feel what like that should be a couple's limit. Like right. how long is too long to wait before you start emotionally connecting with someone? If you don't get that within a certain window, is that just a cuddle buddy? Like, cause I'm, you know, they're still around. Like, what are we doing with them? Yeah, I and I, I think it's important that you uh, I, you feel supported emotionally. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't give me feedback. That doesn't mean that you can't say you you can you can't give your perspective on how I handle certain things. Cause we all want to grow. I want to become want to become better. So you may see things in a way that I don't agree with or, or, way, or see things in a way I've never looked at it before. So I think it's important that we be open and willing to receive feedback. But the same token, we do want to make sure that emotionally we feel supported, you know, and not feel really. And that's a fine line between that, between feeling, you know, judged and, you know, and you giving somebody giving you feedback. You know what I mean? So that's that's too it's two totally different things. There's a very fine line between it. You can kind of, you know, uh, you got to be careful and try to get shot of the fence accordingly in that one. But I, I think it's something you really have to be aware of when you are trying to build and get comfortable emotionally when you are going back and forth and sharing with your, your significant other. Okay. Makes perfectly sense. Yeah. You just got to be comfortable. Very comfortable. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Number five, last but not least, when we're talking about the five stages of dating commitment. commitment. Mm-hmm. This looks different to so many people. However, just means that you value keeping this person in your life in a way that makes sense to both parts. Mm-hmm. Commitment. Is it is it difficult to be committed when you're dating to some someone? It's almost like how on the first one we talked about serial dating. Can you see yourself like being committed to one person at a time or do you, are you just all over the place? Well, what stage of, what stage of dating am I in? You, you're at the level of stage where you're comfortable. So it gotta be at a level where you feel like, Hey, I'm ready to, to commit to this person. Yeah. I don't think it's difficult to commit if you are you at that place where you you know yeah it's it's not it's not difficult to commit at all um but, but like i said it it's difficult to commit why isn't it difficult like it's because obviously so it's easy for you to commit is what you're saying I, I think it is for the most part it's easy for me to make a commitment to once i decide that i'm with somebody i can commit to them yeah. um you know I, and i just kind of because for me just because of and this is from life it, it hasn't always been that way let me say that but life has taught me that it's a lot of times it's not worth it like if you find somebody that you connect with and you're willing to go to that level of dating with them then it's worth being committed because if you don't you can really put yourself in a situation where you lose somebody who you was worth who was worth all that and then you start making that choice or decision to be with somebody based off of 
small things or like, you know, how, you know, everybody talk about the 80, 20 rule. You start making decisions based off of the 20, because you already know that you're not going to get everything that you want out of the relationship. But if you get 80% of it, you know, not saying that's a hard number. I, I, I hate using that, that analogy of 80, 20, like you have to get 80% of what you need out of a relationship. That's if you get most of the stuff that you need in that relationship, the things that are important to you, that's what matters. And you don't want to leave that to get, the other little thing that you're not getting over there. So that's why it's easier for me to make a commitment. I think check, I think uh, just making sure everybody check off a lot of these, the boxes that we talked about in this conversation. I think uh, commitment's not hard for those once those boxes are checked off to people. And I think the reason why commitment is hard for some people is because a lot of times we know internally that those people don't check those boxes. Uh, the boxes that we talked today, like, you know, emotional intimacy, you know, finding that groove area, fitting, fitting that person into your life. And I think that when we don't check those boxes or those boxes have been checked and we all keep a, we all keep a checklist in our head mentally about what we're looking for to make us feel comfortable enough to be like, you know, where I want to be with this person. So and I think when people don't check those boxes, I think that's when we get to the situation where people don't want to commit. I think people just like, I think we just try to lie to ourselves sometimes, or you try to hope that that person will change. Uh, maybe that person will do something different. But I think commitment is all about people checking off your boxes, checking off the boxes one by one, making you feel comfortable and making you um, making you feel like, hey, you know what? I This person brings value to my life, and I don't want, I don't want to lose that person because I know with this person, they bring something significant into my life that I feel that I do need. And that I do cherish. So I think that's the point where we do feel ready to commit. That's true. So, of course, we've discussed the five stages of dating. Now we're going to get into a few topics um, that we're going to discuss based off of our viewers' um, comments and stuff from the last time. So let's just get right on to it. The first one is dating, but you're still in love with your ex. Can you date someone? Or find yourself dating but still in love with your ex. My advice is no, honey. Don't do that. You need to heal. Get yourself together. Like, how can you be giving yourself to someone else or trying to put yourself in a position to move forward if you're not over your ex? But let's, Some let's, people don't get over their ex. Like, this, this. Really? No, I'm just saying there's people that just don't get over their ex. And it's, it's, it's not a bad thing. I think. When you decide to like continue to date, even though you're not over that individual, some for some people, it actually helps them to get over that individual because they just need to see. I can see different. that. I can see that in the aspect of you know trying to move on, and but I feel like if you if you just like so caught up in your ex, like how can you truly move on from that person? Like so, this person is just. Is giving you a blockage to forget about this person, but when are you truly gonna let that person go so you can move on? It's a double-edged sword. I think, uh, like what she said, a lot of. I mean, like, let's be honest. Uh, we, used to, I know as a man, I used to always hear like the easiest way to get over somebody is to lay up under somebody. Like you know, we I grew up in. That's <laughs> what I <laughs> lines. Yeah, I heard. That's what I grew up in. Like you know, that's the stuff we used to hear. Yeah. That's what we used to hear growing up. So. As a man, you hear some of that stuff, you be like, you know, you young, you thinking that your auntie, your uncles, and that your mama, your granddaddy gave you the greatest advice in the world. You know what I'm saying? So, and truly, truth, truth be told, like Vern said, you really shouldn't be involved 
with nobody because you're not really over your ex and really what you only thing you do is really put yourself in uh i say an emotional hole because now you're emotionally not over a situation and now you just got yourself emotionally involved with someone else and so you're dealing with two you're you contracted between two different emotions because you're still not over your ex which you probably dealing with that but yet and still now you're dating this person who who you might think cool but truth be told you're still thinking about your ex in the back of your mind while you sitting up here still entertaining this other person so i think right. like, the, the best thing to do is that but let's be honest most people most people don't sit down the entire time and make sure that they're over their ex before they start talking to somebody else and some people are not attracted to that like dudes and females will tell you you need to you need to be right before don't come over here unhealed unhurt feeling right. like all dudes are the same or all females are the same the same People are not attracted to that. They want you to like be able to communicate. You can't say that you're not gonna open up because you still stuck on this person. Like but who honest? Nobody's gonna tell you they're not over. Like let's be honest, nobody's gonna honestly tell you I'm not over my ex, male or female. Most people don't sit up there and tell you that they just yeah. go, they just go go through the motions. You know what I'm saying? I'm going through because but they should them. though. That's the problem. They should. But let's be honest. How, how many people do? But it doesn't happen. Do? You're right. It's not a perfect world. So can I I would like to share something with y'all, right? When I was okay, so when I first got my wife, we were younger, of course, but like I really feel like when we got together, and this is right here in the guy, she can say that I'm lying. I feel like she wasn't over one of her exes. You understand? And um, and I didn't even know about the ex, to be honest with you, until you know that like something came up and the ex just you know came out of the woodwork. But what I would say is um that didn't matter to me. Like what she was going through or who she liked before me and all this other crap. What I knew was I liked her. I liked her enough. I didn't want nobody else to like. I wanted to hang out with her some more. And um, and we'll, and I'll, I'll make her forget about that ex. So you, you didn't feel like you were trying to compete? Like I, in the what? beginning? I because I don't see competition. Like if I really, really want something, there is no competition. My eye is on it. It's mine. I just got to do the Lisa thing. The thing Lisa do to always lure them in, and I'm gonna get her. So I didn't care two crowns. Like, I'm gonna get her. Hey, hey Lisa, <laughs> hey, she, she got swag and confidence out this world. I love it. I love it though. I love it. It's not that. I just because Dominique at Dominique. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like when I like when I heard the girl name pop up and I'm looking like, oh man, I feel like I seen her when we was at an event or whatever. The group name pop up and you know, um, my wife was like, oh, you know, she called me out of the blue. I don't, all right, cool. So let me call her because we're not going to be called, it's no more blues. It's, no, it's not going to be no more out of the purples, out of the blacks. This is a dub. And I don't want to hear a name ever again. And, and that was setting, that's, that's setting boundaries. That's what you have to do. You have to set boundaries. Because if you want to go back with, there, some people can deal with you going through the motions of the process of getting over your ex and they set boundaries and then some people can't. So I think it just depends on that person. Cause like you said, Cody, some people are just going to go through the motions. They're not going to tell you and they're just going to keep, keep, keep it up, keep it up. And whatever you're doing, yeah. you're like, you know, taking their mind off for it, for it, for the moment. But then you got some people that ain't dealing with it. Yeah. So, so here's the only dangerous thing about that. Like a, a person will take you up on your offer because you're that they, they're so into you, or you're so into them rather. 
But if I'm not over my ex and I'm literally not engaging or really giving my all to that relationship just as my significant other is, you put yourself in a very dangerous space because now you can leave yourself vulnerable to being hurt and you knew what was going on. You knew that that person wasn't over their ex. So that's where it becomes dangerous. And they may go they may go ahead and entertain you because, yeah, you are keeping my mind off of my ex. You are in a moment keeping me happy or satisfied or whatever it is that you're doing. But the real truth of the matter is in the back of my mind and deep in my heart, I really want to be with my ex, you know, and if ever a push come to shove where it was like, hey, you know what? Me and X going to work it out. They going, you know, and you don't put yourself in a vulnerable place where you really are into this person. And all of a sudden, look where you you, you can become very hurt. But remember, love is good. Love is that. Love is a chance you take no matter who you're taking it with. If it feels good with uh, to you in that moment, you're probably going to take a, a risk on someone that may or may not be emotionally or physically available to where you want them to be. Um, ain't nobody got time for that. Huh? Ain't nobody got time for that. Like, <laughs> because you remember, it's all case by case. Somebody could come to you with the with the best case scenario and be the worst individual in the world. No, you already put all your ducats into them because of what they presented originally, like from the gate, and and that's what you stuck on. Only reason my, why my thing is there. Oh, go ahead. No, that's just how life is. So I agree with her on that. I ain't saying this. Like, what are we gonna do? So logically, it's not the best thing to do. We all understand it, but you know, if we want to use a trait, we could use a case. We could lose. Uh, we could use Swiss Beats and Alicia Keys. Hey, he was still whatever no, this situation, no. and he's found <laughs> no. I'm not saying that that's the norm, but I'm just saying that this is a good example, Vern. Please listen. There, yes, there are situations <laughs> where it might not be. Well, that might be the situation. It just might be. I'm not saying that's for everybody. I'm just giving. I'm just backing up what she said. Like. It's like that sometimes. I'm not saying that's everybody case study or that's what everybody should do, but life ain't always gonna be like so everything's I, not gonna be perfect. Let me just say I that. agree with I, I agree with y'all are saying. Let me let me say that first and foremost. I'm just saying this risky business. Like when you are choosing to go down that route, knowing that that person has strong ties yeah. to their ex, okay. it's risky business, very, very risky business because if you do that, what's the common say? Regardless of whether the other person should feel safe. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, which is true. The other person should feel safe, but if you're not emotionally available, there's no way. If I'm not emotionally available, it's very difficult for me to make somebody I'm dating feel safe because my emotions are not allowing me to, to connect with them in that manner. So I think that's why I say it's very risky. So you have to be a very confident and willing to put all your feelings and emotions everything on the line knowing that the outcome could be very bad for you so that's the part that i say that you can do it and it works out like you said y'all get great examples i mean lisa like you just said you your exact you worked out yours you and your your lady been together for 20 years swiss b and lisa swiss beats and lisa keys been together for a long time so there's examples out there but you're running a huge risk it's like if i'm looking at it on paper it's like do I really want to go through this? And then it's, you know, which is you why kind you of make a decision. Learn. Yeah, but, you know, sometimes you just want to go on a quick date. You know, it, it, it gets lonely being lonely. And I, I don't know how it feels to be lonely. I can't. I, what's her name? You got to find a hobby. But no, come on. No, but, Vern, but if you don't want to go out and have that yeah, little. But if we're being honest, Vern, that ain't what people think. A lot no. of people go out, a lot of. 
men and women go out there know that they're not emotionally ready to date. But like she just said, some people like attention. Some people like attention of the opposite sex. So they just going to go out there so they can get, receive some attention of the opposite sex. Know that they, like he said, not knowing the consequences, though, or what he just said, though, he made a great point. Like a lot of people don't understand what's the consequence when you're not emotionally uh, when you're not honest with yourself in that perspective, because you could go into a situation not knowing mm -hmm. the consequence and put yourself in a bad spot. So you have to understand everything that you're doing, every action going to get a reaction. And you got to understand that you you're grown. And you have to understand that that's the reaction of what might happen in that situation with you being this way. So it's like you said, are you going to be honest with yourself and be like, hey, I'm willing to accept whatever the consequence of the outcome is if I put myself in this situation? I mean, I agree, because, I mean, when you think about it, like you said, we do got the logical side of it, but everything we do in life, everything we try to involve ourselves in is a gamble. It's a gamble that this person going to be it. It's a person that's a gamble that they're not. So, I mean, it happens. I get it. Everybody is not perfect. And so we just got to, you know, do the best that we can and keep it moving. Y'all agree? Agreed. Yes, <laughs> yes, ma'am. There you go. All right. So the next thing, <clears throat> when dating, should you confirm the STD status of your partner? When is it appropriate to ask? Before y'all have sex. Yes, before y'all have sex. Yeah, I'm gonna say before y'all have sex. <laughs> I, I want. I want to be. You know, five sessions in, and then be like, "Hey, we need to go get tested." <laughs> She yeah, got cauliflower down there, all kinds of foolishness. No, you gotta yeah, check you know that out. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you do. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I think. I mean, I think we're at the point too. I think a lot of people are very open about. You know, I don't want to say like I know I've dated women who just flat out tell you or, or even show you they, you know, their records. Be like, hey, I went got yeah. checked. And I also tell people too. Um, monitor, like I listen to certain stuff that women say. If I never hear a woman say she's going to get a checkup or that she go to the dentist or like that, that's like automatic <laughs> red flag. You know she said we are going like, on a field trip. Red, <laughs> red, 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 red. The magic trip. What's up, bro? Going on a field trip. Yes. No. Okay. So, Vern, can we stick to what she's saying? What Kay said as far as we're going on a field trip. Here's the field trip, Kay. So here at my wellness facility, we're gonna we're offering now effective February veggie and penis themes. Yes, take your new boo on a field trip because don't mess up my pH balance with all the foolishness you've done prior yeah. to me. You my steam God. your genitals, I'll steam my vijay. We do it together in the steam room, and then we start having that SCX, you know, interaction. On top of the fact that no matter what, I want to see your my chart app. Yep. I want to see. Where you just got your last yeah your last checkup? That's so important to me. If I don't yes. see that, I don't care if you steam or not. You're not getting none. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I tell, I tell somebody like that because women are, ain't getting none. I tell women all that. Hey, women, hey, if you've never hear that man talk about going get no checkups or they get to no dentist or he don't know this, you're like, man, I ain't had my blood work done in a minute. Run. I need to are know you, you right. <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh, you ain't going to get no checkup. You ain't got no insurance now. Bro, I'm telling you, like, yeah, man, y'all hitting it, man. That stuff is so <laughs> important. Like, at this stage of the game, where we at? Yeah, man. Like, I ain't, you ain't got no PCP. Yeah, you, you ain't got no, you, know, you ain't got no dentist. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
So do we ask about STDs or do we just start out saying, hey, do you have health insurance? Hopefully both. I'm just saying, because if you don't have health insurance, nine out of 10, you ain't got to check up in the minute. Yeah. It ain't going nowhere in the minute. I listen to all that type of stuff. I even just noticed, like, when somebody gets sick, like, I got friends who laugh at me. You want Shayna? Just get a check. I got whole girl that you like. You the one dude I know that go to the doctor all the time. Cause I'll be like, I pay too much money for insurance, so I'm going to get checked. Man, fast. Right, right. So if, I if think I'm going to the doctor. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then, you know, and that's that's incredible, man. Like, trust me. And for okay. black men, like, I'm I'm that same way. You know what I'm saying? I go get my yearly checkups. Well, I go to the dentist every six months. Like, you know what I'm saying? I do what dude I gotta do. Most black men don't do that. Don't. They don't. Scared. They really don't because they're scared of the doctor. Like, let me wait a minute. Let me. I don't get why though. Like I don't get why men don't. Just scared of the unknown. Cause well, you're scared of the unknown. Cause like yeah. I've yeah, like a lot of men like you typically like you are, I always tell people we you are a product of your environment sometimes. Because typically mm -hmm. your daddy hated the doctor and the dentist. Yep. You probably don't. Uh, you probably uh, hate the doctor and the dentist. Yeah. Don't be. Yeah. And you be like, you know what? It didn't work for them, so I ain't got to. I ain't going either. But you know. Oh, or they always heard it was like I was always fine till I went to the doctor. Like yeah. you know, what I'm saying you probably was living yeah. life doing all right, then you go to the doctor. All of a sudden, you find out you got something. You live for the next six months, and you gone. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? So it'd be it's like just, stuff it's like, like that. Care it's like it's almost yeah. like the doctor is like something. Then maintenance. I think that it is very important to have insurance, right? Yeah. I feel like you could pay. Your cell phone bill, your lecture bill, all these bills that we pay in to be able to accommodate ourselves every day. You should be able to have some sort of insurance, whether I mean we could break down insurance, health, dental, life insurance. Like I don't understand how people don't even have a fifty dollar life insurance policy or you know, because it doesn't not a fifty dollar life insurance policy, but I'm just saying like it doesn't there's policies out there where you can just pay fifty dollars a month. But we'll yeah, you get some cheap. You get cheap policies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we we'll sit up here and pay an eighty hundred dollar phone bill, but then be talking about a GoFundMe when we go away. Man, I, I see. I see. That's so. That's that's well, you. You saying something now, Laverne? That's crazy. We we gotta be comfortable and having uncomfortable conversations, and this is an uncomfortable Man. conversation to to a lot of people. So it is. Should, this this should be some of the stuff that you're asking on some of those early dates. Some of those, yeah, yeah. some of those dates. Like, and I'm not saying that these are questions you should ask on your first date. I ain't saying that, but you know, as you guys are starting to progress and you see potential in somebody, then absolutely, you need to be asking, like, hey, you know what? You know, how, how do you feel about having insurance? How do you feel about life insurance? You may not just come out right and ask do they have it, but ask them how they feel about it. You know, yeah. what's your thoughts on life insurance? You so, know, I think so when the conversation I was with somebody and you mean to tell me you ain't covered the STD and insurance in three hours. Technically six. Right. Three oh, hours. no, not first date. No, no, no. We didn't do that first date. No. Yeah, no, no, no. Just think... That's not a conversation to have. If we're on a road trip. And it's a six-hour round-trip ride. We can yeah. cover all that. Yeah, you can cover it, but until tomorrow yeah. at this point. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in I want relationships to progress naturally. So I don't, I'm not, I don't go at somebody with a checklist. I ain't saying like, hey, if I'm spending a certain amount of time with you, 
I'm going to go. We're going to talk about STDs. We're going to talk about insurance. We're going to talk about your doctor, who your doctor is, if your doctor whack. Like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't going through all of that. Since I, I want to know. Need it. Yeah, so, I want to. So here's the thing. I don't even want to go there if I can't even enjoy spending time with you. I want to be able just to just enjoy being around you. So if, so if I can spend, you know, a whole day with you, 24 hours almost, you know, that, I'm just going to say 19, 20 hours, then if I got to be able to enjoy you. Then at that point, we can go to the next level. And then, like I said, now we have those conversations early on, but I ain't doing it on the first day. That's to me, yeah, that's a little bit. It's levels too. It's a progression. Yeah. See, well, what the shock factor? I want to see your face shocked because this way you <laughs> answer and you're lying or you're not. Right now, you got STDs. When the last time you had one? When the last time you had STX? When the last time? Boom, 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 boom. You ready? That's I, wild. I ask, that's wild. That works with some. I would. That's wild. I would do it though. When the topic of sex comes up, that's when you should be asking the STD question. Yeah, for like sure. If <laughs> we on the first day, I already got my eyes on you. We're gonna ask about the STD just so I can have a little in the back of my mind, right? <laughs> but, but women, I, I typically that's wild. You got you got herpes? First day out the gate. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what you want to order? Do you want to order some coffee? What you want to talk Hey, you got herpes? Oh my god, dang, like, what the, we just got here. Like, we just made the Starbucks. Like, what's going on? I, I got to see if she can add first. I got to see if she can add and subtract first. Then we can get on to the to the other conversation. You know but, yeah, you can't do nothing that's going to shock nobody. Not too much. You, you want the conversation we, to come up. We just pulled up to the restaurant. <laughs> A person can lie to them. I feel like a person would tell you they have herpes. Yeah, they won't. <laughs> no, they're not. Nah, that right. thing, you know. No, you got to catch them on the outbreak. Dang. <laughs> so you got to catch them. <laughs> 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 I feel like a person would tell you. What you itching down there? Pull your pants down. <laughs> you itching? What's going on? <laughs> Let's see what's going on early. Let's get this out the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> Celibacy. I don't want to hear about that you've said no to anything. No, no. Well, we get that. <laughs> yes, mindset. We're talking positive. You being negative on here. Let's learn. <laughs> no celibacy talk. I mean, what, what we're talking about. I mean, hey, I mean, we're talking about it. So if you wasn't married and you didn't have Dominique, you didn't have four kids. I'm not into that. I'm not into that. Okay, you're the Aquarius. We don't like that. Okay. Shoot. What you got, Cody? I ain't got nothing. Though. I'm just <laughs> He's like, I ain't got nothing. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, we in that office talking about his TVs and all. I know. I know. Hey, hey, I know. I'm, I'm good. We, and good. If, we, if I'm practicing celibacy, I ain't got to have the STD conversations. You ain't getting none no way. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm like, <laughs> 
I'm celibate. I don't see a problem with it. I feel like some people get to a point in their life where, listen, I've been there, I've done that. Get to know me as a person before, you know, oh, we doing what you like say. Damn, Damn, she's stupid. If you celibate, celibate, you a poppy. Yes. Man, she like, hey, if you sell a bit, sell a bit. I just say, hey, that's an interesting conversation, but I just feel at this age, being realistic, I mean, I, I've, I haven't heard that talk very often at this, at the tender age that I am. Uh, the tender age. Yeah, tender. If that's what somebody choose, if that's what somebody wants to do, hey, you have to respect it. I ain't gonna sit up yeah. and be uh yeah. I'm, we joking and cracking jokes about it, but hey, I, I respect when any person belief or what everybody yeah, anybody trying to sure when anybody's trying to do the better themselves, it's just not my angle right now in life. And so, yeah. you know, I respect <laughs> it. I respect so, it. So so no no no. So she got the intellect you want. She has she's an eight and a half. Wait a minute, brother. Back on up, son. She's eight and a half. She got the intellect you you like, and she allows you to be emotionally vulnerable. Right? You getting all them three we get, things, but we she ain't giving you none of this. You don't want nothing more to do with her. I I'm not saying that I'm just gonna totally dismiss it. That has to be a conversation. You just said you just said that's for her. I just said that's not the path that I want. Because typically, if she's gonna probably tell me, she's probably gonna tell me that before we've crossed all this emotional path and all this right here. So I'm assuming that I know this before I've so, gotten 10 toes. So Lisa, Lisa, you literally counseled out the eight and a half part because if I'm not getting to experience it physically, then it's like the eight and a half don't really matter. Like what I'm gonna do, I'm looking at it. It's like having a dope pair of shoes, you can't wear them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no. This no. is why we're not talking about that. We're not no, doing none real, of that. We're not accepting that. It has to be a real mm -hmm. conversation though. Like seriously, it has to be a conversation and something that we have to both if I've dated a girl She's who's like that, yeah, if I dated a girl who's like that, this is real. That's real. Tell her that's real. Yeah, that's real. That's real. That's real. To me, I mean, it, it'd be very hard at this stage of the game. Yeah, me. I was young. I was younger, so when I've done it, but a little bit, a little bit older. I mean, it's just too many. It's a lot of variables at this age. Like we're older now. You, you're gonna be in situations where you're gonna almost. You know, like <laughs> she want to spend the night. She y'all kicking it. She want to hang over the mm -hmm. lane. So it's gonna be very hard to, especially if you're attracted to this person emotionally, physically. So it's gonna be very hard for you. But to. some people practice celibacy until they feel, or until it's been established that they're in a committed relationship. Like I get that, right? And then you also have some people that practice celibacy until like you you trying to marry them or you trying to put a ring on their finger. So I think everybody looks at it differently. Yeah. So yeah. Well, she so uh, what happened? So, but here's the problem that I have with celibacy. Here's the problem. I I kind of feel like here's the problem I have with it. What happens is once someone says they practice celibacy, they they're the main ones going to walk around. They got some tight pants on. They got some super revealing. They come to the night to house. They all they wearing is a t-shirt. They got no underwear. Really? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, but you know, I told you I'm celibate. Like, nah, bro. Like, with what do you mean? On. Yeah, you, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, right. You know, it's like that's that's ridiculous. Like, you can't 
Don't do that. Like they're abstaining is what she's saying is happening here. To me, it's all the same language. I don't know why. I just feel like they're trying to put a a a lock on their box and that's the key. Yeah, it's the same thing to me. Am I wrong? I'm sorry. I get it. Yeah, well, yeah, abstaining is a little different, I think, because celibacy. To my understanding, you, you literally take a vow. Yeah, you take yeah, a vow to God and you say, look, I am not having sex. Literally, it's supposed to not happen until you become, until you're married. That's what celibacy really is supposed yes. to be. But if you're abstaining, abstaining and saying, hey, look, I'm really just not trying to be out here busting the wild open for everybody that I'm right. talking to. So that's really what it is. All right. Vern, what are you doing? What are you practicing? <laughs> <laughs> I knew she, I knew, I knew somebody was gonna ask me. Like I'm just saying, I'm practicing celibacy, apathy, whatever you want to call it. You ain't getting it. <laughs> She's like, you ain't getting it. Yeah, I ain't getting what, it. I'm, what, I'm over so what made it. you why'd you make that decision? Well, I just feel like with dating, you know, we're grown, we have we we're gonna I'm gonna be we all gonna be tested when you're dating somebody or whatever. I'm not currently dating. However, <clears throat> I just feel like I'm just at a point in my life where I've been there, I've done it. So I I've never tried it. Um, so I want to do something different. And I'm worth it. So if I'm worth it to you and then you shouldn't have a problem with it. Pop your stuff, Vern. You worth it. Pop, Pop your cop. stuff. <laughs> I thought he was going somewhere else with that. She just said she ain't doing it, but just Yeah, I, I thought you was trying to I thought you were trying to push another direction, Curtis. I thought you were gonna be like, Yeah, now go on, but pop it over, man. Don't yeah, you, I, mean, you know, I thought this we was going. Find, like you find yourself doing things and like you just not gonna be on the level of it's almost like <clears throat> sometimes men want to be put on a level as a husband just and they ain't doing husband stuff like, they want yeah. The title. yeah I, I was gonna say the same thing i was gonna say okay so this is not a gender war thing so yeah I, that's right that's what we don't want to turn this into i was like the trend it's the same thing with women too. Thank, so thank you for saying that. Thank you for saying yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna leave y'all out because we got some women that be doing the most. It's well. It goes both ways. I agree. Women. I agree on both yeah. sides. It, it happens. Yeah, like yeah. That. absolutely. <laughs> I, that's that's fair to me. That's fair. Yeah, you can't be wanting to be treated like somebody and you a whole nother person. That, so like that old saying, they say, "Hey, you can't turn a hole into a house." What? They're lie. You could do that too. I, that's I a lot. Yeah. That a lot. That's not true. That's not true. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I, I don't agree with that. But the older you get, you kind of realize that some people now in the church. <laughs> hey, yeah, I don't, I don't I think you want to. Somebody said you can't do it. She I said can't do it. Married man who can't. Satisfy. Jonathan, I can't do it, honey. Right, right, right. Because now you waited, you waited and waited for this big mm -hmm. moment, and it's the smallest moment, and you've I, given I, a big I, amount of time. I done heard a pastor say, hey, man, you at least got to come you on. Gotta, you got these tests driving. Come on. Come on, man. Too big for this. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, some men want husband benefits and are not behaving in a husband manner. Just like some wives 
or some women want wife benefits or not behaving in a wifely manner. So, I agree. Yeah, this ain't okay. This ain't this ain't that podcast. We ain't finna be going with that's you know we don't want to do that. So we're gonna we're gonna make it we're gonna make it easy. No, 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 no. I corrected it. We talking about. I know she did. She did. I agree. Vern did. Vern Vern did. Vern corrected it. I agree with you. Like she, I mean, she said what she said, and I I agree. Yeah. Now hold on. Yeah, talking about she still said I agree. Yeah, now but you you finish the statement though. Make sure you make sure you know that. No, I think because it goes both ways. It really does. It does. And I think and I think that when we have conversations like this, when we're honest about both sides, that's when we have great. That's when I think we have the best conversations. Absolutely. You know, when we when we both admit that it goes both ways, I think that takes a lot of the the ego and the hostility out of these conversations. It does. Yeah, me, me and women should realize that. Yeah. So celibacy is not a bad thing. Absentees is not a bad thing. It just depends on the person. Clearly, I've been married before. I got kids, so I've done know. the thing. So, so I know what it is. So, so but 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 I that's mean. my point. I didn't want to say that, Vern, but since you brought it up, I was kind of like. To me, I don't want to. I ain't trying to be disrespectful. Like, what's the point in doing that now? Since you are all the things that you've that you've been married, you have children. Just, the point of doing it is that I'm just not wasting my time. Sex is not going to be the vocal point of the relationship. Sex is not going to be the vocal point of dating. So, like, if you want to get to know me, you want to date me, you got to know me entirely as a person, not just my physical attributes, not just what I'm packing on the back of my back. Like you have to know the game. She packing me. Hey, I got to put. I got to like You have to want to know me completely as a person. Having sex with me is just a plus. Having sex in general is just a plus. Like, granted, it's gonna happen, but it's not gonna happen the way that it's been happening. Like that's all. I got a question. Good, good, good. Mm-hmm. So, Vern, what if, what if the sex ain't good? Okay. So, exactly so, what she said. You do something different to get different results. So, is, like, Are you paying her to be on here to say these things? And for no. y'all, she <laughs> should have jumped on the podcast. You guys have <laughs> such camaraderie on here. Yeah, I just want to know. Since, Don't I mean, do since my you, friend. So, since you are taking that and you saying that that's not there, but I also just wanted to ask. So, what if what if you did find out in the sex not good? So how much does that how much does that affect your relationship? That it's not and good, it's or it's just the what I thought it was gonna be. Both. Yeah, that's that is not yeah, that is not good. Let's go with not good. It's not good. Uh, you better teach me. You can be so tall, you, you know? You're already emotionally connected to the individual and you guys have had some good, you know. Well, we're gonna go into training. Tell Kay I agree and disagree with that. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's exactly what I'm saying. Get to know that doesn't always happen. Y'all look good. Yeah, that's 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 but you gotta set those boundaries, Lee. You can't just be like, "Oh, it's not gonna happen." So I gotta settle for this. No, 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 no. No, no, y'all. I think y'all women. Women have women are driven by what they seen, like in whether it be through erotica or through like porn or whatever. Like I think when they don't have those experiences. I think now, if, if, when your real life experience doesn't measure up to what you've seen or heard or read, then I think you are not satisfied. Like, you can be like, oh my goodness, I'm so into him. We, we connect on something different levels. Okay, now I'm ready to go ahead and have sex with him. And all of a sudden, it doesn't measure up. Now it's like, 
Okay, so let me ask you this because anybody could be taught if they're working, right? Mm -hmm. So you mean to tell me you meet this woman and she's like checking all of these blocks, and then you guys get to a level of box physical intimacy with each other, and it just ain't it, right? It's trash. That's what you know. That's the slang. What's what's the reason why trash would be the yeah. Hold on, bro. don't shy away from this conversation. We're not going to get off each level of sexual aspect no. on why it could be trash. Yeah, we're going to say that for another show. But we being real, though. I think we're being real. Let's be honest. There's a reason why it could be. Yes, intimacy is more. He's than talking that. about mind and soul and all that. Fine, but let's take that away for two seconds and talk about purebred intimacy. Some people can have really good intimacy, right? Mm -hmm. We get and to the point where it's time for everybody to go to that next level, and only one person goes to the next mm -hmm. person, the next level, and the other person goes to sleep. Now that's a selfish person in bed, so it doesn't mean that the um equally intimacy wasn't good. They wasn't yeah. able to like really make you feel good, but then you got the selfish person in the bed. So what do you do with that? That's hey, you on to something right here? You cooking with Chris? Yeah, I, I want to make sure all of that is not the case before I give you your celibacy window. And now I'm dealing with trash box, and you don't make sure I'm straight. Not trash box. After you straight. Trash I mean, that's box. I'm just only reason I'm saying that's real because <laughs> let's, be, let's, be, let's, be, let's be real. A lot of people. It's dry, small, no motion. <laughs> <laughs> I like K. I like K. I like K. You're in love the trashy sex. That's not always the case. If you're in love, like the trashy sex feel amazing. Really? That is not really? always the case. Does that ever I don't think that's the case. Yeah. I, 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 I have to I say think, it. I think that people I don't want try to, to say it. Because a lot of people try to make love this big, uh, this big joker. It's a big joker, but it ain't the big joker for everybody. Love, love. You can love somebody in your relationship still be terrible, or you, or you still fall short in your marriage or the relationship. So we just can't sit up here and say love is gonna uh, override everything. Because and make you feel good in the bed. I don't, yeah. I don't understand that. If the person is trash, you can't feel good. You're not gonna feel good throwing out the. You're not gonna smell good, feel good throwing out the garbage. It's, it's just, it's garbage. It's nothing you can do with it. It got because. Here's the truth of the matter, because you can be in love and be in what we call the cupcake phase, right? But that at some point will fade away. You're going to have moments where you're not happy with your significant other because of whatever reason. So when you try to get intimate, have sex with that person, that moment, you and it's not satisfying, you're it's going to really be highlighted. And, and it may make you feel even worse about that person that moment. You may be, it will, because you may be in that situation where it's like, you know, like, hey, man, like I'm up here. He get on my nerves, whatever. Then he give me this trash box, a trash, you know, rod or whatever. Then I hope you know what I'm saying. No box. Yeah, with trash rod. That's what I'm gonna say. My bad. <laughs> but yeah, I had to cover all bases. Like, you know what I'm saying? We got we got both sides right here right now. We covered all bases. <laughs> Not you know we okay. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, but now, nah, but for real though, that's what it is. No, no, I just he checks other boxes. Some women will deal with it, right? Okay. But now, now, but you're gonna cheat any chance you get. You're gonna call that ex that's your favorite XK. You're gonna call your favorite ass and your favorite ex and be like, Yo, you outside because I'm outside. Because <laughs> I'm just it's saying, happening. let's not, I'm just saying, let's not make sex look like it's not important. Like, that's the that was my whole point because people try to shoot you it. 
It love is. is not enough. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah, Aaron. It's not. It's not. And that's the only reason why I said it. Because people, that's why I said people and that's, love look like that's this. being real, man. Yeah, that's that's like being that's being real. It's not. It's not. It's mm. not the big trump card. If we just being honest, I know a lot of people love each other, and their marriage don't make it. Mm-hmm. And love is so universal. I love my mother, my auntie, my grandma, my my, my um, father, my. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like. Uh, what what sets us apart from actual, you know, just from the theory and the and the idea of love, sex? Listen, because every every yeah, well, I don't. I'm a firm. It's not just sex, though. It's not just sex, but sex is a component. It is a definite a important component. Sex to you, percentage wise. What is sex percentage wise to y'all? Where we at? Sex in your relationship is matters seventy percent. Where where we at with with percentage? I want to know, Chuck. Like how you said, what percentage is it? How important? Life for almost 20 years in another month yeah. and sex in my relationship we already intellectually we're there we own this company together we do a lot of whatever that's we're past that 20 it's years. Right. we got to keep exploring in that department so sex in yeah. my relationship is 75 85. Okay, that's 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 don't get me that's wrong high. like it's a very important that's... component yeah, yeah that's i'm gonna i'm gonna say for me i'm gonna say I'm gonna say 45, 50%. I think that's where they out of a hundred. It's at least that's about half. That's good. That's significant. It's important. Half is that's very important. That is. I just say 10%. I ain't say 20. I think about it's it's it weighs heavy. I'm trying to figure out if he's trying to say things for the ladies on here. Is he single? No, 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 I ain't single. No, no, no. We talked about 10B in the last podcast. Remember, because we, we were talking about posting, and he was like, Those that need to know, that's Mr. Know. Secret Pants. Yeah, He's those who need to know, no. But I, you if you ask me a question, I don't deny it. I don't, I don't come out like, No, no. I tell you, ask me, I'm like, Yeah, I'm in a relationship. I don't, but I just don't advertise Cheers. it. Cheers. You remember Chicago? You check me. What you talking about? What do you say? Ask the question again. I said, Did you hear me? She called you. No, what you, what is, what is, what did Lisa say? You said Mr. Secret Pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's not a secret. It's not a secret. We won't even show up. Can we see her right now, real quick? Where you at? Where you at, Miss? Yeah, like she's not even I here right now. But when she when she get here, I'll show it to you. I'll show it to you. Yeah, when she coming? What time she coming? <laughs> <laughs> she might be here in a minute. She be here in a little bit. She be here. She on the way. Celibacy for this group is a no, except for Vern, right? I can't, I, that's, I guess that's what we came to the conclusion. <laughs> I, I think I think the Vern is capping though. I think she's she says she's, she's not capping. I, 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 I told you that. I, I think that's somebody she, can by it, but I think, but I just also think too, <laughs> like I just think it goes to the point that you can. She could want to do it, but I just think too. Eventually, like she said, I, how long is the vow? Will be the question. That should have been the question. Like, how long is the vow? Put her, put her question back up. I mean, her statement, please, Vern. Right. She says, "But I made myself believe otherwise." Who has time for imagination in, to, in that degree? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, where do we have time to sit and say? <laughs> I love Shayna. Let me say this though. She said, Chuck, you know, she said, because I've been in love and the sex was trash, but I made myself believe otherwise. How did she do that? Because that's some real work. 
She said, how does she do that? <laughs> I don't know how to do It's, it's, it's giving me the chills. I want to know. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was maybe it was good in certain areas than others. What's up? But she thought about she's thinking about X. She thinking about so much other stuff. She's she's thinking about porn. She's thinking about ebony porn. She's about everything else but him. In that oh moment. wait 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 hold on. <laughs> Chuck, <laughs> wait a minute. Shane, did you just name a porn category? <laughs> Tell me, Chuck. Stop it. She just said she thinking about Ebony Poor. Why you have to be so specific? Her mind is all over the place. She's trying to make this work. She is. She is. But you were very specific. Why'd it have to be Ebony Poor? Like, because this is a color network. She's wild. That's it. Look. That was a going joke. It's like that's how you know when somebody watches too much porn. If they describe the type of woman, they say, like, mm -hmm. I like ebony women. <laughs> I like ebony. Don't nobody yeah. say that. Like, I like black women. You say you like ebony women, you watch too much porn, bro. Nah, like, I've never watched that before. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was what that was. Oh <clears throat> Okay, so we done talking about celibacy and sex. We can move on. We all yeah, we can move on. We can move on. Okay. I think we got no other comments on it. No. All right. So this other one, so I, I'm pretty sure you guys have seen this about covering the past. So it was a it was a birthday party and the husband and the wife was there and um it came time to pay the tab, right? Mm -hmm. so the birthday girl or the, the friends of the birthday party felt as if this man should cover the tab because he was the only man at the table, which I think is ridiculous. So what is y'all aspect on covering the tab for your partner versus the friends? Do you cover the tab for everybody? It just depends. That's 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 all on a person because I I didn't tell everybody I'm only responsible for my girl or mm -hmm. my child or somebody who I told that I got tabbed. So uh, that's crazy. So if you in that mood or you feel like, hey, you know what? Maybe if it's like at a birthday party and it wasn't nothing that's too crazy, and and me and those friends are cool. Like these are her friends that I know. We cool. She come by the house. We kicking and all that. I don't feel it's my responsibility. But I might want to do a great gesture. I might want to do a kind deed and be like, you know what? Hey, I thank all y'all for coming out. Don't worry about it. I'm a cover. I'm a but cover you should not be held responsible no, no, if that no, is no, no, your no, no. mission. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not an obligation. I'm just saying it should be. To it's totally based on how that man feels. Nobody should but go these into these girls. So she's talking about a video where these girls thought that because he was the man at the table, he was just solely responsible for the bill because he came out with the girls. That was the tea. No, no, well, no, nah. hell no, nah. because I ain't, I ain't obligated to do nothing. <laughs> Don't order no food if you ain't got no money to pay. Well, that's, that 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 was that was crazy. Um, even though I, I mean, even though that video, it was a skit, but it was what? stuff like that happens. It was a skit or not, but it was just too much for me. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it was a skit, but it was um definitely it should not be the man's responsibility because he came out with all the ladies and he's the man he he's not responsible for make sure all those women all those women's tabs are taken care of especially 
like Curtis was saying, like, I mean, truthfully, my responsibility is to my woman. That's it. Everybody else, you can't really, like, expect me to just pay for you just because I'm here. Like, that's that's that falls under those same pretenses that, you know, because you have a man, he's supposed to do all these, for everything from A, B, C to X, Y, Z. And that's just not fair. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I definitely think that's... I don't even think I don't even think your girl will let you do something like that. If your girl, if your girl respects you or care about you enough, she would she would look at her friends and be like, I don't know what y'all think y'all got going on. Yeah, yeah, like because that's coming out of our household at the end of the day. Like you know right. what I'm saying? Like, Correct. if that's what he want to do, that's fine. If he offers, mm-hmm. fine. But other than that, no. But it should not be a responsibility or obligation. The, like me at a restaurant, the sad part is I don't even want to, um, apart from covering my wife, if it's the birthday person, I might have covered them, but I don't even want to pay. I hate going out and everybody orders all that crap and I don't, I'm not a drinker. So now I got to split that tab. I don't even want to do that. I just want to, I want to play for my steak that I had in that one soda and leave, you know? So I really hate going out in big crowds where there's a check involved because everybody's going to act like they don't realize what they just did. My friends would be mad at me. My man better not. Yeah, I'm not paying for anything. Unless, right. I, you know, unless I'm more yeah. friends up the front. Correct. Right. Responsible for me and mine and that's it. Like that's if, right. you, if, that was a, if that was a party and event and I, I covered it, of course, it's going to be catered food, but you can't be expecting that in a restaurant. This is crazy. Uh, if y'all just going out to a restaurant, like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, he's going to pay, like, nah. And, like, it's sad, but you have to do that nowadays. Make sure everyone knows. Where hey look we're going out it's gonna be a big group, FYI every you are responsible for your own tab, like that's kind of what you have mm-hmm. to do nowadays. So everybody's on the same page. Yeah, and that's crazy because you're talking about grown folks. Make a decision from there. Like hey, well I was expecting somebody to take care of me and my bill. Then hey, I'll just graciously bow out. I won't attend this event. Not obligated to do anything for. Yeah, she's right. That's Erin. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, they was they was giving them all. <clears throat> all right. Next one. Is there a limit on dating someone that has had cosmetic surgery? I just don't want nothing ridiculous that I won't be able to take to the family when they see her, they're gonna be making jokes on me and we gotta keep hearing about her big this and her big that. If that's the energy that comes around every time she's around, she's too much for me. So it's, oh. Man, that was, that was an interesting uh, topic. I remember uh, that was a podcast that was going around and the, the lady was saying that men want a woman who have the BBLs, right? Who have all the enhancements and whatever, right? And a dude, he clarified real quick. He said, look, are they fun to look at? Yes. Are they fun to be with? Yes. Do I want to have her around my kids or take her to the PTA meeting? You know what I'm saying? She walk in, her behind the same size as the table. No, I don't want that. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to do it. Like, you sit up here, you walk in here, like, God dang. Like, no, nah, you really don't want that for real. Not, not, that's, and he, and he gave the analogy. Like, you compare that to, you know the, the exotic form whip you whip you rent when you go to Miami. Like you know what I'm saying? You want to get you want to go have fun with it, you drive it. Do I want to take that home? Do I want to pay for the maintenance of this car and keep up? Nah, heck, nah. 
And in fact, which I agree with what he said here too as well, he mentioned that when a woman does that, it, and, I, and I don't mean to offend anybody, but mm-hmm. it kind of downgrades you because now you're in this mode of you went and had this surgery done just for you to look a certain way. Like not because you had something medical you had to take care of, not something that was going to save your life. This is something you went and had done to your body because you wanted to look a certain way. That's crazy. That shows a lot of emotional instability and a lot of confidence or lack of confidence in that person. So why would I want to be with that person for the long haul, knowing that you have that mentality already, just for you to look a certain way? It's crazy. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. I mean, it, it, I understand there's different reasons why women do what they do, right? Um, however, I think when it gets to a place where you are also your body more so for the looks like he said um i think it could be a bit much like i get it some women they have lipo or they get they have a tummy tuck because they had kids and things like that so i understand that when you come to altering your image your face your butt none of that stuff got to do with you having a child to where you need to tuck or lift that like what is the point you know i don't i don't get that but some people go for it some people want i think you know try to keep your body as natural as you can agreed yeah i don't mind you doing your teeth because like this cosmic like hey if you wanted to get a new grill or you know some new teeth hey that's fine but i think that uh especially when you see like some of the uh, situations or instances that people have passed Died from just getting on that table just because you want to alter something. So you gotta understand all the stuff too. When I think about it, like you gotta understand that this is also could be something that you can die doing just because you want a bigger butt or you want some fat removed or uh, things of that nature. So I always tell people, what is the cost? What is the consequence to anything that you do? That's like my biggest thing in life. What I always think, like it's a consequence behind everything that you do. So you know, you could be like, hey, I want to make my butt fatter. And typically, it's not for the man that you with, because the man don't care, or you want to make your face different, or you want to take some fat away. It's typically for some, not even for the person who you with, just for attention. So I'd be like, is it worth it? You know what I'm saying? Like, is it worth messing up your face or taking a chance that you might mm-hmm. have on this table just so you can make some small, some small enhancement to your body that most people probably won't even pay attention to anyway because your, your attitude might be. Jack. Right. I'm not against <laughs> it. I, I, I'm not against it by any means. I just think it's. I think it definitely should be a limit to what we are doing with our body. God gave us a body, and we only get one. But exactly. when you just start doing too much, it, it could be a bit much. But I guess to each is his own. Right. Everybody. Everybody can. Everybody can have a you know an hourglass figure. You know you can't have a you know. Uh, the booty the size of a globe like you know what i'm saying you can't that fat but 60 years old like you know, what? okay wait a minute so you know something that i didn't know like i didn't know that like women that get like breasts i didn't know that they have to go back like every 10 years to get it replaced or or something like I didn't know that, and I'm like, so you get this cosmetic surgery, it's not permanent, and you have to keep going back. Like apparently the um, what do you call those things they put in there? Silicone. 
silicone or the implants or whatever you call them, well, they don't last. They, they're only up until a certain point. And then you have to go get that stuff removed or it would begin to, I guess, deteriorate or do something. But either way, I didn't know that women had to go back and get those replaced every 10 years. So it's almost like if you choose to do that, I guess you need to be financially set to have to go get that stuff replaced. Uh, and the, con the consequences to it, too. Like you said, that's, that's a... uh, all the breast cancer and things like that going on out in the world. I feel like I'm, I don't think we should be slicing our breasts up unless we actually really have to. But some people have so much insecurity. Or some people have been teased growing up for certain reasons, and now they want to alter their bodies. My thing is, if you're going to alter your body, fine. Like, so if you have a flat butt, and you, you know, and now you've moved your jeans up from a two to like a seven, eight, or up to a 10 max, cool. But don't just turn to an 18 booty from a two. <laughs> This is where you got the skinny legs with the big. You get what I'm saying? It's not. Oh, it'd be, it be, it be ridiculous. <laughs> it'd be ridiculous. But do what you have to do because remember, they have to feel pretty. They have to feel confident when they go outside. So if that's what it took, or you know, but to keep it on. But then remember, you're gonna attract certain people based on what you're showing. See, and I yeah, am facts. There you that, Now that's a good point. You lose wow. the substance in the individuals that are coming your way. You're not getting the hearty, meaty ones. Now you're getting the ones that's looking for a little bit of this, a little bit of that, because all they see is your enhancements. Right. Yeah. And like, really, truthfully, man, I've seen women Probably that who don't have, who have the natural body, BBLs, who are like, don't have the big butts, whatever. And, you know, I will be more attracted to them versus the one who has the BBL, because sometimes it looks, it just looks ridiculous sometimes. Like you look at some of them. I have seen women who've gotten it done and it looks, you know, it looks good on them. They did it. I guess they had a good surgeon. But I've also seen it where it looks absolutely just like look like a that like a circus act. It needs to match. Like, you know what I mean? It looks crazy. It needs yeah. to match yeah. the body type, in my opinion. And just because you got some ass don't mean and it ain't, you know, just because you got some ass don't mean you're gonna get the man that you want either. Oh no, you'll get you'll get guys might get the attention because, that you yeah, you might get the attention that you want, but you might not get the attention of the one that you actually want, you know. Right. Or the one that's gonna be good for you. Yeah, because right. so, so, when they go, they go too big to me, that that's the individual that's really highlighting the insecurities. I mean, I think like when you think about it, it's really too insecure. when you get that person like that, you got two insecure people just trying to be together. This guy's trying to cover up his insecurities with his money and the way he dresses, the flash, and et cetera, et cetera. And you got this woman over here who's insecure about the way she looks. So she went had surgery, got all this stuff, stuff done so she can attract this guy so she can live, live a certain lifestyle that she thinks is a glamorous lifestyle. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like they trying to They'll mimic celebrities. Like, you know what I mean? Which is crazy, but. Like the ghetto Ken and Barbie. Like just knock it off already. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Really know where this imagery is coming from. Like back in the day, they was natural, and you know it was a stretch yep. mark, and you didn't have to go get your belly button cut open and sliced to a nice circle for it to. Like it's just so unnatural. I'm, I'm telling you, it's to the point where I'm not. I'm, my wife and I, we're not even looking. Like I'm telling you, like for men, believe it or not, like most men, like my, my homeboy, something I know. Like we like the hill damage and stretch marks. 
We like it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. <laughs> Hell damn. That's hilarious. He said, "Hell damage." I was laughing because he said, "Hell." <laughs> yeah, that's what we call it. But he didn't say sideline. He said, "Hell damage." No, but it's the hell damage that stretch marks. We do. We like. We like the you know the little belly right there after you done had a kid. You know what I'm saying with little the road map on your stomach. Ain't nothing wrong with that. A lot of women don't understand. Don't what, a lot of women don't ask me what they like. They assume right. what we like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like I guess they, they like them poopers too. Yeah, because that's what grab at night when you need a little warmth. Ain't nothing wrong with no fupa, man. Y'all yeah. women out there, y'all listen to the podcast. Embrace that fupa. Just let Self-love. if you ask it to, we'll rub a little cocoa butter on if you want to show at night. Some shea butter. We'll do that for you. Just tell us that like you come home at night, you done had a long day or whatever. Make them rub some cocoa butter or some shea butter on that on that food on that food. Ain't no wrong with that. Your back, you got a flat stomach. That's the trick. That's it. Just like huh? What did you say you cut out? All you have to do is lay flat on your back and your stomach goes down. That's the illusion. (laughs) Don't worry about the sucker in just a smidge. Man, we see it in these pictures all the time. You'll see a chick take a picture and she laying down flat and she didn't hit that angle right. You're like, God dang, she fine. You see in person, you're like, where that's where that come from? Like, you be like, that wasn't like that in that picture you posted the other day. Like, yeah. But we ain't, I ain't mad though. I ain't mad. I can't you have to be stopped. Uh, yeah. <laughs> gotta have, my stomach ain't flat. I can't expect none out of you that I ain't got. You know what, what I'm saying? Your stomach is uh, flat too. Let me see. <laughs> 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 Just lay on your back. That's right. Lay flat. That's it. Yeah, yeah, man. We lay on our. our yeah. Shut, don't tell him. Don't tell it. Don't tell him. <laughs> don't tell him. Save that for another episode. Don't tell him. Yeah, I ain't gonna say that. I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> Okay, Lisa, I want I want you to cover this next topic because this is like your wheelhouse, like seriously. Detoxing women versus men. Detoxing. So you deal with that on a daily basis. So I want you to explain to us the difference between a woman, a woman detoxing versus a man detoxing. As far as just detoxifying the entire bodies. So like Men, we should what well, men should detoxify their bodies for the sake of rebuilding their immune system, digestive health. Um, you want a clean prostate, you know. Men get colon cancer. I know a lot of times, like even here, we offer um colon hydrotherapy. I have very little men that comes in to get their colon clean, but you gotta remember, you gotta get a colonoscopy any old way. So the preventative measures is good for that because you can go in there feeling like, you know what, I've at least done my best prior to walking in. And then you've already, you also know that you've, you know, you've done some things to kind of get you ahead of the game. Now, if you do all that you could do and you still come up with the prostate cancers or any other kind of cancers, that just means that that's just something in hereditary in your family. And you, that's just something you would have gotten anyway, because it was laying dormant in your system. But like, even for women, um, hygiene, hygiene is so important. Like, I can't tell you enough, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, we also have yeast in our bodies. 
Um, we have infection that resides in our bodies, pesticides, toxins. It's just important to get those things out of there anyway, because you always want to promote, you know, just a healthy immune system. Because once it's weak and you see how COVID is here. Oh, my God. I've had so many men and women coming in here post-COVID just to get themselves cleaned out. I just think it's important to do regardless of whatever you have going on. Go get yourself checked. Go check your prostate. Check your breast. Like these things are just highly important because remember, you get to these new relationships, you haven't checked anything about yourself. And then that, guess what? Now this new person that just met you is trying to take care of you. That's a big responsibility for someone who just met you because you didn't check yourself prior to this. You had no six month checkups, none of that. The bottom line is health is wealth. And if you want to be with your person for a long time, you got to do what you got to do. Get your medical insurance, get everything that you need to make sure that you're all right. Right. Dakota, you got call? You would have got your hat? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> you know what? Can I tell you something? And this is what I don't like about men, right? Especially like when we're dating, like on, on the first date, take your hat off. I need to know right away if is, is there hair under there. Our little bit. Like if I have a son with this man, is, is my son not going to have hair? When he's thirty freaking eight, <laughs> will he be? Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Lisa, hold on, man. But she got a point though. Y'all, cause y'all be faking. Like you say, you got that hat real nice and sort of brim down. You got to shape up. <laughs> no, I'm bald. I'm bald. I'm not. I'm. I'm proud to be bald. So I'm. I'm. I'm not. Uh, I don't hide the fact that I don't have no hair. <laughs> but you know what I wanted to tell you too, Vern? What I will say is, as far as the foot detox and things like that, men, even though they haven't been coming to get colonics, I've had an influx of black and brown men getting the foot detox. I oh. think because it's less invasive and they really don't want to have don't anything have in your rectum. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like, so so I, it's, I'm at that point now, I'm at the age now where I got to start getting the colonoscopy or whatever. Like, you know, I went, I went to my doctor uh, last, my last visit. said, yeah, man, you know, you come back. Time you start getting old, you know, get a cold check. It ain't fun. Yes. Right. So he like, I was like, brother, I even talked to my brother about it. He was like, yeah, man, like, you know, he had to get his done. My brother older than me, of course, but I'm like, man, I ain't looking forward to this. Like, I ain't nothing ever been up there before. I ain't never had nothing go up in there. And I'm really just like, <laughs> I don't know what to do. Like, I really don't know what to do in this moment. Don't think about it, man. It's, 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 it's natural for a man to feel that way. I know that. Listen, prostate and all, and all that. Listen, I, it was hard for me to, uh, it was hard for me to kind of deal with all that as well. But I understand that now, just as I'm, I'm getting up in age, that's just part of, yes, it's just a part of life. Uh, you you have to you have to embrace that. Can't be a, it's it's nothing to be ashamed of. You just know what you're doing. I understand as a man, you'd be like, listen, man, that that just ain't what it do. I I tell people yeah. I came back. Don't want nobody in the back door. Yeah, I was <laughs> but I it was doesn't hurt. It doesn't. It doesn't hurt. It don't. I was shell shocked. I was like, I listen. I get what you said because I was just like, it's just uncomfortable. Like that's most it's men. Uncomfortable. Men, yeah. Men, manly men don't believe in that. So, yeah, <laughs> but why? Well, why? It's like mad as far as manly men because manly men just do the right thing for themselves just to make sure that they are okay for their children and their family and their loved ones. So that's well, just well, that's why we decide no. to do it. We do yeah. it like so. I'm, I'm, like, I'm going to do it. That's what yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it. It's just like going through the process of trying to get to that point where 
hearing a dude say, all right, bend over so I can put this in your behind. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's like, bro, what? No, listen, listen, my- when you're speaking in that way, yeah, it sounds crazy. And nobody's calling you to the back. Just because it's a man, because a man's never told to do like, listen, when my doctor, shout out to uh, Miss Lee, uh, when my when she was like, hey, you want to bend over, you want to lay, I said, I'm laying on the table. Yeah, put your <laughs> in there. Yeah, so that's what I need to do. I'm gonna see, I'm gonna see my doctor. So I got a, I got a black male doctor, you know. So I need to see if it, if his nurse practitioner can do it. Like, like, can your nurse practitioner do it? Because I don't know about you getting behind me, talking. Yeah, bend over. Can yeah. you feel it? That's all I but see, this is the process I'm going through trying to get to that point. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going through that in my head. I'm like, is he gonna say this to me? Are he gonna like he gonna, I don't know? Like, I don't know what's gonna happen. Up and go in there with an open mind and don't tense up. That that just makes it worse. Yes. Well, yeah, you should probably get a I appreciate the advice, man. Psych, That's, you, psych, yeah. you psych yourself up, man, because I went in there, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get this shit done because I need to get it done. And I went yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I gotta. I be trying. I be trying not to think about it. But every every month, the pay about damn getting close to time. I gotta go to finish break. Go to the doctor. Like you know what I'm saying. I'm cool gonna get it done. My doctor let me listen. To me. I was like, if you got a cool doctor, they'd be like, hey, you know, she kind of we cool. I've had I've had the same doctor since I've moved to Texas. I've had her over twelve years. So we got a we got a. So was it better having a female examine you versus a male? I think so. I think so. I think it would be better for a female. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that the man just feel comfortable with another man back there. If we just being technically honest, I'm gonna ask some Kendrick nurse practitioner to do it because she's. Uh, I've only like uh, other physician assistant, like somebody like that. Yeah. So you 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 woman Chuck. If she gonna put something in my behind, yeah, heck yeah, I don't want to go do put nothing in there. That's crazy. <laughs> no, I'm I'm just saying whatever makes you comfortable is what you need to let them know so that when you go in there you feel safe and you know. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna do whatever they're gonna honor your wishes. They will. They will. I mean, at the end of the day, crazy, it's like, you know, you got insurance, you get to choose who who does what. And they understand, and they understand the male ego, because <laughs> he a man too, so he understands. But that's, but yeah, I, and I think that's why he warned me when I got my checkup this past year. He was like, yeah, he was like, yeah, man, like okay, he looked at my birthday. He was like, yeah, okay, you know, next year it's gonna be time for you start getting that that prostate check and so I get that colon check and all that. And I was like, yeah, man, I know, I know, like you know what I'm saying? It's just it's that time. So he like. Yeah, so he said, when you come back next year, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he already got my appointment schedule and everything. So he's like, you come in, you know, just be ready. You know, if we get that, we get that booty check. <laughs> so, <laughs> Before you go, I would I would actually get a colonic ahead of time. Yeah, okay, you should definitely do that. It even removes the bloat. Like, you, your stomach feels so much lighter. You literally, so like in here, I, I would show you if I wasn't, um, on my laptop but in here like i have a white clear tube on the side of the colonic bed and in real time once the water fills up in your stomach and you push out you literally can see the toxins the feces all of that leaving your body in real time even the mucus and so oh, wow. it's so rewarding because you know you 
when you get up, you kind of like want to eat a little different or drink a little bit more water just because you've just done something to cleanse your body. And you want to just put good things back in there. And he will be if you, what do you like? So how, how, how often do you recommend doing that, Lisa? Me personally, before I had my own space with it in here, I was getting it done like once every other month, me. Like when I first started, I was getting it quarterly, but then I like, like, if I have, if I eat bad to, you know, today, but I'm going out and like Friday, we got a big event. I might want to go get a colonic. I want my stomach to go down a little bit. You know, I, I want to feel less bloated. I, I want to look good in my clothes because it contributes that too. Yeah, I was told like I was told like every three months. Uh, my doctor told me like every three months it would be good to detox, like to detox your yeah, body. Yeah, I, I just body it's out. up to the person. Like it all depends on what you like. You know, you got a heavy drink, a heavy smoker, somebody who doesn't eat good, but a blood pressure. You know, it, it like that kind of scenario. That person needs a, a colonic more often than not. But like a, another individual, they can go quarterly. Okay. Year, I just I'm just spoiled by it. I love it. Okay. So for you, did did you notice, or do you use the bath? I don't. I don't want. I ain't trying to be too. It helps with graphic. like the gas. I don't use the bathroom as much after the fact. I, I'm. I'm. You know, definitely. There's no constipation there. Bowels are, are just fine. Um. No, like I. I really. I mean, my skin looks better. I feel better. I have more energy. I mean, I could go on and on of what happens after you remove those toxins out of your body. Like just getting up, you feel light as a feather. If you suffer from headaches, migraines, things like that, um, you know, it alleviates that. It's just, it's, it's so beneficial. Yeah, it's a lot. Cause I know I, I look at stuff like that all the time. It is a lot of people don't realize how many toxins and parasites and stuff are in your body. So getting that stuff out is important. So yeah, it's like, I saw a lady uh, on YouTube one time, she soaked her feet in apple cider vinegar. And when she pulled her feet out, she literally, it was like little worms and stuff in the water, which was crazy. I was like, damn, like she's like, that's just literally from her doing the foot detox from, you know, apple cider vinegar, or whatever. Wow. So, it, this wow. is it's, it's insane. Like we yeah. did a foot detox here and I had a guy come in today. He, um, a heavy smoker. Um, he just came home, you know, from the penitentiary. Yeah. And it was cool that he came because we removed so much infection blood clot material heavy metals from like some of the medications and stuff some of the food he eats um he had a lot of joint relief we removed cellular debris i mean the foot detox is insane and you know it was it was in his comfort zone he wasn't a colonic person he was he's not ready for it but it's like once you do one thing and you can think you're like ah oh, well you know what if i did if i detox my whole body and i know i didn't really hit my digestive system. I only remove the toxins. I think I'm going to go do that. So like men, you got to ease them into wellness. Yeah. yeah. The, the foot detox is like their next step. Then, they, they, then they'll go, okay, well, then let me get a facial because you have a face, you know, you do facials here. They'll just, they'll ease into it. But they, they yeah. want to be comfortable. They want to see who's touching them and who's in the room. And that's where they become vulnerable with you. Yeah. Yeah. That's good though. A lot of men do need to detox. I know I try to practice it. Like this not. guy came today. Oh man, it's so it sucks. I can't show it to you, but this guy came today. His water was so dark. He had such a big release in in there. He had all kinds of foam in the water. We cleaned his entire lymphatic system. It was insane. Oh wow. Yeah. So look look into your look like your local med spas for yeah. the detox. And I, I'm telling you, it's gonna it's gonna do a world of a tour for you. Honestly. Oh, one um in Texas, right, yeah. I'm gonna send you the one I went to. 
Yeah, yeah, send me the information. Yeah, send me the information. Yeah. I'll definitely go check them out. Yeah, I definitely won't mind doing something like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. it's, it's worth it. It's not bad at all. It doesn't hurt. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you guys. I have enjoyed you guys tonight. Thank you guys for tuning in with Talk to Vern. Thanks to all our viewers that comments. I think they love the fact that we allow them to interact and they're just not commenting. And then we just kind of respond after the fact. So I think they love actually really enjoy that. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, any last words, Chuck B? It's been real. Man, I appreciate just being a part of this podcast. It's always great conversation, great interaction with everybody. Uh, yeah, man, it's, it's, I think it's healthy. I think it's healthy. It's, I, I would love to do it again if you want me to be back. All right. Appreciate you. Cody? Uh, man, I echo the same thing that Chuck said. I mean, it's great when you can sit on the panel and just talk to people, and it's not and it's not arguing, uh, going back and forth. I enjoy just a general conversation and just having a good time. Man, it's a uh, it's a uh, very relieving just sit up here and just talk and laugh and joke. So yeah, most yeah, definitely lot, definitely be back. Appreciate it. Yeah, because a lot of stuff we talk about, people don't want to discuss it. Um, they don't want to have a difficult conversation. So in, in so many ways, it, it counts counseling and it helps sometimes help ourselves as well as help other people at the same time. You ain't got to be a specialist to have common sense or to give your perspective. So I agree. Last right. but not least, the least, least. Yeah, um, I thank you guys so much for having me. Vern, you are the sweetest little baby. I miss you. I wish I could see you in person. I'm, I'm on the East Coast. Um, I know it's been so long since we've been in person together. So. Yes. Follow us on um, Facebook. You can find me at uh, Munchy Face Treats. And you can book your wellness services online, too, uh, on the website, www.munchyfacetreats.com. And then you can go um, on to Instagram. We have a Munchy Face Events page and then the Munchy Face Wellness page. TikTok the same. Let's get it. Let's get it. All right. You can, we, can, I ask a, can I ask a question real quick before we get off? Sure, sure. Um, is there a way we can plan uh, to be in the same space and do this in person? Yeah. Well, see, the thing about that is Lisa's way over there in Cincinnati. I'm in Oklahoma. I'm in Connecticut. You said Cincinnati. She said she in Cincinnati. <laughs> Cincinnati. My bad. I got the wrong thing. But, you know, Cody, Cody and Chuck, y'all the ones in Texas. But yeah, I, I think definitely when I, I come home, I, we definitely can link if y'all would if y'all want to. We definitely can do that because a lot of people that request gonna, to be on the podcast, they're not always in the same facility as me. So this is this is what works for them. But yeah, if I'm ever in town and you guys want to do that, we definitely can. Don't, man, I'll be. Hell, yo. she, you I know, we'll she answered that with grace. We appreciate that answer. <laughs> Yes, you can. And if you can, you can. <laughs> Whatever. Said, yes, you can. And if you can, you yeah. can. <laughs> what? Well, I'm just saying. I mean, I appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks for, for the advice. Quick eats. Let's go, my boy. Now, listen, this is the guy y'all need to follow. Quick eats with Reliable. This dude here, when I tell you the most simplest dishes that you could think of, like he just blows it up into something extraordinary. Like, wow. Definitely follow him. him. He's on TikTok, um, Facebook, I don't, and Instagram. The dude is 
food is you. Thanks, Kay. If they don't you too. You were, you were yeah, Kay was a hoot. Kay was a hoot. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have to have you on the show the next time. You know, the guys called you out, Lee called you out, so you definitely gotta tune in and hop on. <laughs> yeah, she was showing All up. right, y'all. Oh, let me shout out my moderator. Thank you. They keep us right and tight in the background. We love her. We love her. So until next time, y'all, it's been real. Okay. All right, y'all. Bye. 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 Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.